Welcome to another edition of the Gold Nose Podcast. I'm your host, Gregory McCoy. This podcast is by a fan for fans. I am not a journalist. I am not a reporter. I am not an insider. I do not work for a website. The majority of my content comes from me, in my opinion. Other information comes from the internet. Today is May 16th, 2020. I got about five different segments here for this episode. I hope you enjoy it. Um, first and foremost, the coronavirus rant. Um, <clears throat> million uh, cases here. Let's see, USA coronavirus. Um, Yeah, basically 1.5 million cases, um, almost 90,000 deaths. Um, I mean, I think we're going to hit that 100,000 mark in terms of deaths before August. Unless it gets hot here really fast. Um. I hate to I hate to do the conspiracy theory thing, but it's just it's just like I read something where the Senate uh passed where they can look at your web history without a warrant now. So it's just it's just you know, while you're distracted by the coronavirus Basically, all your freedoms are being are being taken away, and the news media is so enamored with uh, coronavirus, COVID nineteen. They're not even covering the other stuff. So, and then they don't even put out. You have to find out from like just doing research on the internet what the Senate is doing and what the government is doing in terms of things that you, you know, things that you take for granted on a daily basis. Um, so I, I don't know, man. They say 80 degrees or above kills any virus. So I'm just trying to figure out. How is this thing able to spread like it's spreading? It just it doesn't make sense to me, but I'm not a doctor. I'm not a scientist. I just do research and apply the logic to what I'm being told you know, through the media. So it is what it is, man. Um looking to see if there's any new symptoms for COVID nineteen. Um I don't see any. Um I just think it's kinda ironic and convenient that this virus hit us 
like right when allergy season was about to start because a lot of the symptoms from allergy season are associated with or similar to the COVID-19 symptoms so I just find that kind of ironic as you know crazy but um hopefully this thing just goes away man because I, I like i said before i'm not taking no vaccine i don't know what's in it i i i'm not a scientist i'm not a doctor i don't know what is what's in it i'm not doing it um so that's gonna do it for the coronavirus rant next segment is entitled our dynasty dynasties good for sports and i don't know i mean you like to see a different team win every year but you know to me if if you're the best team and you get there four or five years in a row no matter the sport and you win it is what it is I mean, it sucks when it's not your team that's not the dynasty. You know, that that might be a, um that might be the root cause of <laughs> you know, the frustration, but I mean, yo. Uh, Alabama New England the Spurs, the Warriors, um, maybe Clemson to a certain extent. They're the only teams that can really say, hey, we've got some semblance of a dynasty, you know, since, I don't know, the Bulls. I mean, the Bulls, to me, is the last great dynasty. I mean, you win six out of eight, six out of nine. Yeah, because the Pistons won it in 90. And the Rockets won it in 95, 94, 95. And then the Bulls won the other six. So you win six out of nine. I mean, that's pretty good. That's pretty good, man. Um... Um, you don't really see a lot of dynasties in college football as of late. You kind of, you might have a team win two out of three or, um, three out of five, but it's spread out. You don't get the back to back anymore for some reason. And, um. You know, Clemson could have did it this year, but, you know, they ran into a um, LSU juggernaut. And, uh, you know, it is what it is. Um, I think to answer the question, though, are dynasties good for sports? Sometimes. Sometimes. 
um, you know, when when the Patriots played the Rams way back in 2001, you know, I was pulling for the Patriots because I didn't want the Rams to to be a, a dynasty. And everybody was pulling for the Rams. I mean, for the uh, Patriots in 2001. And then the um, the Patriots turned into a dynasty, winning six Super Bowls from 2001 up until uh, 2019. So um, sometimes it just happened like that. So let me know what you think about that segment. Are dynasties good for sports? Uh, next segment is entitled Scary Terry Changes to Number Five. Okay. And, you know, whatever. You know, if it's going to give him more confidence on the field, if it's going to help him run better routes, if it's going to be, if it's going to help him be more in tune with the game, I'm all for it, man. Um, I'm not, I'm not a big numbers guy. And, um, so, you know, that's just me. Um, it's just, you can wear any number out there as long as you can play. That's all I care about. And he's a player. He's a deep threat. You know, if he could ever learn how to run the, the, the route tree completely, you know, he, he, he would be, you know, hands down the best receiver in college football um, with that speed. But he's only proficient at go routes. And, um, you know, another guy named Randy Moss was only proficient at go routes, and he had a Hall of Fame career off of that, so. Um, we'll see what happens, man. Um, we'll see what happens. Um, so let me know what you think about that. Scary Terry changing to number five. Uh, next segment is entitled Florida State Needs More Offensive Linemen. And as I read through my stuff now, uh, Christian Meadows has been medically disqualified. Offensive lineman. So that's just... Another, you know, jab or shot at our offensive line. I mean, we, we, you know, it's great that we've added pieces via recruiting, via the transfer portals. Um, but offensive line is the need. I don't, I don't see this team doing anything of significance this football season if we can't get that offensive line on track um i also seen where they're trying to get a uh graduate transfer to uh come to florida state what happened to the kid from stanford the guy from colorado i thought we were in on those guys i don't know their names um but i guess they went somewhere else um you know we need about we need about three or four guys man that can come in and make an impact. Because really to me. Ira Henry. Uh, Washington. And Lucas. You know. Maybe uh, Baselli If he can get his uh, strength. Up to snuff. But we we need help there. That's, that's a vulnerable. 
uh, uh, position. You know, once once we get on the field and start playing games, hopefully, hopefully that can happen. I don't. I'm still kind of um, skeptical about that happening. Um, you know, I don't want the guys to play if they're not a hundred percent safe out there in terms of this virus. You know. Um, so I, I've, I've at pretty much every episode or every other episode, I've pretty much harped on the importance of the offensive line and why we need a a good to you know great offensive line I, I i mean it's like beating a dead horse and that that's the same thing that really messed up willie taggart's tenure at florida state he didn't come in and address the offensive line right out the gate and it, it just seems like norvell is is doing the same so right now i say you know i I don't see much improvement you can add all the frisbee catching dogs and whistles and you know all the you know things on the outside it's it's what's on the inside that counts football is played inside out it's not a hard game to uh figure out if i have good line play okay and I'm average at all the other positions. I'm going to still have a good football team. I'm not going to have a championship team. But I'm going to have a 9-10 win team just on line play. That's a fact. Especially in college football. Well, any level of football. Because you look at the Clemsons, the Alabamas, the Ohio States, the LSUs. What's the, what's the universal thing? Dominant line play. Okay, and then they go out and get the best at the skill positions. But it doesn't matter. You you can tell me all you want about Trevor Lawrence, but he's got one of the best offensive lines in football. They just don't get the recognition that they deserve. Um, So let me know what you think about that segment, man. Florida State needs more offensive linemen. Last segment. Will Florida State be ranked this season? No. They won't. <laughs> I just don't see it. This this schedule this year is more difficult than last season's schedule. Okay? So I, I just don't see it. I, I think your first six games, if you come out of that three and three, you know, that's that's doing pretty good. Um I just don't see it. I mean, unless uh James Blackman goes through some sort of metamorphosis where he becomes the second coming of Joe Burrow in his senior year. Uh, Red shirt junior, he's really a senior year. Um, I really don't see it happening, bro. Offensive line and quarterback play is what we need to get better at, to be ranked, to be relevant, to to build back towards national championship uh you know level and it is what it is so um let me know what you think that's gonna conclude this episode i hope you enjoyed it it's available on youtube it's available on all podcast platforms thank you for listening be safe be kind be courteous
Um, do your research on flu and respiratory viruses. And as always, go nose.